0: Log Talk Radio.
1: In the name of Amun the Supreme, the all-powerful, the one and only true Lord, and I mean we trust as the Republic of Mentelec, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalist, the bright race, the Amun race. Good evening. I'm your host, the Intellectual Newden Minkari. This is Mentelec Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing human judgment from Amun in the future. What is human judgment? Simply what the title implies. There will be judgment over the human race. There will be judgment. There will be heavy judgment. The reason why there will be judgment over the human race is to see if they're worthy to continue as the gray race. Will they be worthy to continue as the gray race? And how they will be treated when they come forward again is the gray race. Some will be trapped outside of bodies forever in the spirit realm of this uh, three-dimensional state. Others will be ushered into bodies in physical form to serve out their judgment. What I mean by that is physical gray bodies will be like prison cells to the old-school white supremacists and the racists, the ones who did all kinds of dirt and degeneracy. Their punishment for doing the degeneracy that they did, right, for being uh, wild and outlandish and degenerate. Because the almen will allow the humans to do what they do in the world, but they have judgment coming as well. Nobody's going to escape judgment. They have judgment coming as well, and their judgment will come in the bodies of the greys. And what I mean is their bodies will be like prison cells. The so-called white supremacists and all of them are going to come back, and physical bodies, some of them, will make it back as greys and they will be punished as graves. They will be put on a low level. They will be put on a bottom level. They will be left to the wayside, and they will be degenerated in that gray form, in that gray prison form, you see. In other words, what they did or how they acted toward their fellow human beings how they acted towards so-called black people even though it was allowed because black people were acting a certain way and they received that judgment because of how they were or what they did in the past, you so-called white people and all the rest of you humans, your judgment will come as the gray race in the next life that we're going into because, like I said, there will be no coming back as Caucasians. There will not be no more Caucasians. There'll be no coming back as black people, Asians, East Indians. There's going to be no more of that. Those different human divisions are going to be seen as pre, uh, uh, primitive. In other words, black, white, age, and all these in the future are going to be seen as primitive foundations of the great race. They're going to consider it that. And the people who come back as the great race, they're going to serve out their punishment. They're going to serve out their judgment. All the white supremacists and all the stuff they did, they're going to wonder, why is my life like this? But then they're going to be shown their lives or why they receive that judgment because in the future everyone who receives judgment whether they committed open crimes or not they're going to keep receiving judgment like i said from the fourth dimension you know how you say oh um why does this keep happening to me what did i do this in the third and why you know that's a form of judgment that is a form of judgment and because that is a form of judgment like I said, that is beyond just regular three-dimensional judgment. This is fourth-dimensional and beyond. But it'll be in the face of these people when they come back as the gray race. The gray race will be the, like I said, the physical prison, like imprisoned bodies of the lower class of the white races, the black races, the Asians, all the people who are degenerates here. They will be imprisoned and gray bodies and human bodies and this mixed race body. So they'll be one minute, they'll be sitting up here talking about white power and this and the third and look like, and, and then there'll all the ones will be like black power and this and the third and they all still look like a bunch of grays. They'll be brothers and sisters and all that and they'll just be bugged out of their mind. They'll be, they'll be punished with insanity first and foremost because they'll be talking about white power and black power and they'll look like damn mulattoes, all of them, grays. So they'll be struck with insanity as the first form of punishment. And the next form of punishment is how they will be at the bottom of the barrel going forward in the future. They will be at the bottom, and they will incur the same things, the same racism, the same things they did on so-called black people. They will incur it upon themselves. That will be their judgment. Because that saying, "doing unto others as you would have them do unto you is real. That's very real. Justice and judgment, true justice and judgment is you do wrong to me, you get the same wrong done back to you. That's real. That's what you, whether you want to call it karma or whatever. You do right by me, you get right done back to you. You see? And the people who don't follow that protocol, the people who don't give out the um, justice or the judgment, the so, so-called um, justice or judgment that is meted out to them, that's a form of punishment as well. Like, in other words, if somebody... If somebody beat up on you, right, and you don't fight back and you don't stand up, then your punishment is you are treated as a coward, you are treated as a weakling, and you deserve to be treated as you were treated. You see, that's your punishment for being a coward. The punishment for being a coward is that the people who are bullying you will bully you even harder. When you could have stood up against the bullies and did what you had to do and either they would have respected you or they would have died in respect for you they would have laid down their lives you see at your hands because you were willing to take them out of here because that's what was needed that was their judgment so whenever you got people up here trying to attack you harm you it is your duty it is your duty It is your duty to do everything in your power to kill them. Do everything in your power. You do not sit up and allow yourself to be abused by anybody. Because if you allow that, then that is judgment against you. Like people will say, "Well, damn, you know somebody pick on me," and then, like I said, when you stand up to a bully and you fight them with all, they leave you alone after that. That's your. That's your um, judgment for being brave. Your judgment for being brave is that you get respect. You see? Your judgment for bravery is respect. Your judgment for cowardliness is disrespect, more bullying. Their judgment for racism, their judgment for uh, uh, murder on so-called black race, their their, uh, inhumane behavior, their animalistic behavior, they're going to be judged for that and punished because that type of behavior cannot stand going forward in the future because if we are in a stage of evolution and our people are going to take hold of the planet, Dan, that behavior will not stand. It will be put down just as these humans will be put down because they're going to try and buck up. They'll still have the, the, the spirit of the beast on them, the blood of the beast in them, and these unruly Negroes will still be up in them and the rest of these people who don't really want to follow the law and the order they don't want to answer to the higher authority. So since they don't want to answer to it, they're going to fall to it. They're going to fall to it. And like I said, those who did dirt, those who did all the stuff they did, you know, they would they did even though they were allowed to do that because most of these so-called blacks that, that happened to it, they were wicked as hell. But the fact that they even wanted to do that, that was their desire to do that, they're going to pay for that. You see. See, because the beast, whether these humans are acting civilized, whether they're acting uh um uh what's the word I want to say? Wild or domesticated, whether they're acting wild or domesticated, that's really sign of a test and a sign of punishment and judgment because if they are tame, if they are behaved, then they will ascend, and they will be like our Uncle Tom's in the future. The Greys, that are good Greys, when they were good humans, they will be. They will be like our Uncle uh, our Uncle Tom's in the future. You know how the uh, Caucasians used the, uh, um, these Negroes. They good niggers as Uncle Tom's. They, these Greys are gonna be our Uncle Tom's, our uh, Mulatto Uncle Tom's, and Aunt Jemimas. That's gonna be their. You know, that's gonna be their. Um, their uh, prize in life, their reward, I should say, for being good grace. They're going to be rewarded in the kingdom of heaven. That's really what that means. In other words, they're going to be rewarded in the fourth dimension. And we're going to, you know, we're going to, you know, put them a step above the other grades, but not too much. You see, we're going to put them a step above the other grades. We're still going to keep our distance, but we'll let them, you know, you know give them some you know responsibility and things like that things you know things like that and the ones who we remember from the um who we remember from the uh past the ones who haven't been judged the ones who are desperately in need of judgment for the acts they did on so-called humanity on so-called black people or whatever they're coming back as the graves, and they're going to be judged. You cannot escape judgment, or they will be judged in this life. You see, they might die a horrible death, cancer, whatever. they family members, they police that shoot down black people. They might die of cancer, horrible death, and they're wondering why they die of cancer, why they suffering, why they wife and their children, why they bugged out of their mind, why they thinking of suicide, because that is their punishment. That is their punishment for not being domesticated. You see, punishment comes to the wild because the wild must be broken. Punishment comes to the wild because the wild must be broken. They must be um, maintained. What do you do when you have a wild animal, or you know, or you have a, a child that's wild? What do you do? You have to whip them into submission. You have to make them act right. You have to give them some get right. These humans, if you don't give them any get right, then they're going to continuously get it wrong. They have to be punished because they'll bring that same demonic force, that same demonic spirit into the gray race. And that's not going to be able to happen like that. Like I said, they'll bring that same conniving, degenerate spirit, that same murderous, degenerate, all the things they brought, they're going to bring it over with them because that's just like in the ancient world, where you had all those spiritual entities from uh, the ancient world, like Sodom and Gomorrah, Mesopotamia, all in places where they was freaking off, being uh, Greeks and Ro- ancient Greece and Rome, being being homosexuals and lesbians and transgender, so they all or they wanted to be transgender. They they go so far to do it because they was dressing the men was dressing up like women, so they wanted to be trannies. But the whole point of that is those. Demonic spirits are coming back, and they are being allowed to inhabit the bodies of these people of today. And a lot of times, these people, they, uh, or they come back and reincarnate in a whole another body, and they go through a horrific death. You see, they go through a horrific death for carrying out those degenerate ways, because they may not have received that judgment in their past life, so that judgment will catch up to them or pushing degeneracy, that judgment will catch up with them. And they will be destroyed because of that judgment. They will be destroyed because of that judgment. That is law. That is order. That is law and order is being set. Nobody's going to escape judgment. You see? Yeah, Uncle Gray's. Exactly. We're going to have some Uncle Gray's. You see? That's gonna happen. So, get ready for that. Get ready for, you know, uh, uh, uh. You're going to, you're going to, I'm just saying like this. You're gonna have great bed winches. You're gonna have great bed winches. Great, you know, they're gonna have uh, uh, all of that, you know. They're gonna to, to have some great bed bucks, you know. All of that. They're gonna be throwing themselves at the feet of the almond race because you're going to be the first. You're going to be the only full-on bronze, unfiltered beings on Earth. See, the grays are filtered, so they, like I said, their mind is all over the place. When your mind is pure, when your body is pure, when we filter out that which is human, then we will become stronger. We have to filter out the human mind, or should I say the human brain, a.k.a. the human mind, which is the mental. When we filter out that human way of thinking, when we filter out that human way of uh, thinking, acting, when we filter out the human genetic in our bloodline, that's when we will become stronger and stronger. You see, that's how we will become stronger and stronger, because that's judgment. That is judgment. We must bring judgment on these humans. Judgment will come upon the humans in the fourth dimension. You see? Because it's the fourth dimension over the third dimension. Those who are the ruling class in the fourth dimension and those who are the lesser or the lower class in the third dimension, two totally different frequencies for the next world coming in which that world will carry our life, carry
0: our thoughts,
1: raise us. The environment, everything will be in alignment to our evolution in the future and it will put the humans at a disadvantage. All this is happening. All this is happening because those who are of the almond race, those who are of the almond race, the elect, they're going to be regenerated again. You see, we have to reach a certain number. We have to reach a certain number in order to be regenerated fully as a collective body. We have to reach a certain number. You see, that reality has to set in. That reality has to set in, that the humans is why, and they know, a lot of times you see these humans, you have two types of humans. You have the domesticated human and you have the wild human. You have two types of humans, the domesticated human and the wild human, which I'm going to do a broadcast on the domesticated human and the wild human that so you still got that, just like you got domesticated animals and wild animals, that's the same way these humans are. That's the same way these humans are. The same way you got domesticated animals and wild animals, you got domesticated humans and wild animals. i to put that up on my wall. That's a good topic, you see, because these humans act like animals. You see, these humans act like animals. And like I said, they're trying to breathe out that animal mentality They're trying to breed out that animal mentality within them, you see. They're trying to breed it out by mixing they seed with our people. So, again, we have to keep this in mind. This is why if you see a lot of these humans, but here's the thing with the humans, you got to always be mindful that a lot of them are feeling guilty because a lot of them know they're under judgment. They know that they feel that that judgment is coming for what they did. They got to pay what their forefathers did. They got to pay for what they do today and they have to pay for it going forward. But see, the reason why they're not paying going forward, because you so-called black people do not act as judge and jury. You do not act as judge and jury in this world when you're actually supposed to. You're supposed to act as judge and jury over these humans. But you allow them you allow them to act as judge and jury over you. And because you are unrighteous because you want you be part and parcel with these humans, this is why Amun allows them to do what they do to you. You see, this is why Amun allows them to do what they do to you. You see, and that's a judgment within itself. That's a judgment within itself because you allow these humans to do what they want. You are not righteous people. See, when you are righteous people, that puts you in alignment to send judgment to these humans, and that's what's going to align our people in this day. The judges are being lined up. You see, the judgment is being li- lined up because we the ones that are supposed to be judging this thing. We the ones that are supposed to be judging this thing, judging these humans. Who is, you know, why people say, oh, it don't seem like these so-called white people them ever gonna get judged for what they do to our people and this, that, and the third. You know why they're not gonna get judged in your fight, you so-called black people, because you're not standing up as the real judges. You're supposed to stand up as the judges and render judgment on these humans when they do what they do, and that means anything whatever whatever judgment they deserve. See, you so-called black people don't think as judges because you don't have a ruling class mentality. You don't have a ruling class mindset. You are not a vomit. As black people, you think everything that get done to you, you deserve it. And you know what? Like I said, with a coward, if you don't stand up as a man or real man or a real woman and you allow people to abuse you, then what you get is what you get. That is your judgment to get bullied, to get your ass kicked. They get hung out of trees and things like that. Like I said back down south, these niggas sitting around watching one, two, or three white men hang, hang, uh, uh, hang, uh, hang one black and a whole bunch of black men standing around watching. You see, they could die just like you. All of them humans, they could, they could die just like you. You see, but they didn't think like that. And so because they didn't think like that, a lot of them didn't think like that, that's why they got the judgment they got. That's why you kept seeing all the lynchings and all that, because had they put it down so hard that these goddamn devils would have remembered for the rest of their existence, put it down so hard and given them judgment and punishment for what they did, they would have never did that again. They would have never thought of doing that again. But see, so you so in order for you to chant to see in being able to render judgment like that, harsh and cold, and judgment like that, that's fourth dimensional right there. You see, that's fourth dimensional where you wipe out degeneracy. So you have to be on the strongest, on the strong. Your mind has to be channeling to the strongest and the highest form of authority, which is Amun. That's how you have to be, man. It can't be no. Oh, I can't. I can't kill them. I can't do that to them because I'm scared of what's gonna happen to me with the police and what's gonna happen. Fuck that. Ain't no more police. If that was the case, if they do that, ain't no more police. If they it, it, that that's all that's out the window. That's out the window. If people abusing, that's out the window. Now it's just life for life. Now, now it's about survival. Now it ain't about no law because ain't these people ain't got these people ain't following no law. If they doing what they doing to you, and you allow it, and they trying to kill you, then it's just survival now. You see, they want to see the beast. They want to hide behind the law to do what they do to you. They want to hide behind the law to do their degeneracy. And like I said, they allowed to do it because you bronze men, you don't think, as you don't act as judges, you don't act as righteous men to stand up for righteousness, even putting your life on the line for that. A lot of y'all ain't willing to do that. That's why you have a problem with putting the beast to death, giving them, rendering judgment to them, because you niggas are cowards. See, it takes real power means to stand up in the mindset of the ruler, stand up in rulership. You don't let nobody abuse. You see ruling class people who allow people to abuse them. See, you so-called black people, you get abused because you niggas are cowards, number one. And number two, you refuse to stand up as a ruling class, but you'll kill each other in a heartbeat. You see, you'll kill each other in the heartbeat, act like thugs and killers and murderers around each other, but like I said, not around the so-called white man, Not around the so-called white man or these other races, you see, because they think more with a ruling class mentality than you do. They think more with a ruling class mentality, and you know what? You're going to get judgment and justice too, just like the white man for what he did, the demonic things he did, you so-called black people who did that to your people, people in general, you're going to get judged in the gray in the gray race too. You're going to get judged as well. Because I said there's no there's no uh, future white race. There's no future black race. There's no future uh, Asians. and All that's over with. All that's over with. You're going to be judged in human form. Like I said, that gray body is going to be like a prison where your spirit is going to be trapped in that and you're not going to be able to get out of that. You see. Your body's gonna be trapped in that. You see. Just like when you like when you hear these um these homosexuals, right? When you see these homosexuals when they sit up here and they and they go and they chop off their rods, you know, and get breasts and things like they mutilating they self because they got a demon on them. Anything that would make you go and, and, and mutilate yourself like this, you got a heavy demon on you. You want to chop off your your penis and put it on a vagina? That's judgment right there. That's judgment. That guy that might have did that, or might be doing something degenerate like that to himself. He might have been a damn rapist. You see, so he might and he might have been you know abusing women. So that demonic spirit probably got on him to come and chop off his penis and get breasts and whatnot and get abused and stuff like that. Because you hear stuff like that. You so you hear stuff like that. You know, these people are sick. You see, these people are sick. So judgment is delivered. Judgment is delivered, whether you understand it or not. Judgment comes. Like I said, when you see these people, they just go and blow their brains out one day. They ain't just doing that for no reason. They doing that as a form of judgment. You commit suicide, that's a form of judgment whether you know it or not, that's a form of judgment. You commit suicide, you know what I'm saying? You know, any, all these things. you, you, uh, 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 you your, your son, your, your daughter's a damn faggot or lesbian, that's judgment. You see, all of that. All that weirdo stuff, all that's judgment, you see. Or... Or your daughter, your son, is a just sort of your daughter come back as a bed wench, as judgment for something you did. You know, it was I found something out interesting about Emmett Till. You know, his father, I ain't noticed uh, Mamie Till, uh, Till Mobley, whatever her name is, Emmett Till's mother. You know, his father was a convicted rapist. And the Army is something like that. I heard a backstory about Emmett Till's father being a convicted rapist in the military. And people, uh, you know, and people say, oh, well, what does that have to do? It's something with that. It's something with that. I believe his father was put to death. But he was a convicted. He did some rape thing, you know. So his son was taken from him. His son was taken from him, you know you gotta ask yourself, you know, uh um, what is the judgment for a woman who sends her child to the south to, you know, get away and you know, because I don't I don't get why you would send your child down south, especially in that era and knowing how your child is and whatnot and, you know, things like that. Where was you trying to get your child away from? What were you doing? To send your child away from the city to go down there and do that. Same thing, and, and, you know, no disrespect to that woman, she passed away. But the same thing I say is the judgment of what happened to, San, uh, what's her name, uh, um, Tamir Rice's mother. That was judgment on her. You see, that was judgment on her for allowing her son to run around in the street with a gun pointing it at people. Because she wasn't, she was not, obviously she wasn't aware of what she was raising. Wherever you got a child thinking it's all right, even playing around and walk, run around and point guns at people. You see? And he was put to death, and that was meant to be judgment for her. You see? That was meant to be judgment for her. All of that comes, man. Look up the story on Emmett Till's father. You see? Judgment is going to come one way or the other. And the men that put, and the funny thing, the men that put Emmett Till to death. Those Caucasian, um, the two cave beasts that put Emmett Till to death, that murdered him like that, they died horribly, man. Them dudes died horribly. They they got bad judgment, too, man. They died horribly. They had, like, real messed up forms of cancer. They didn't even really get that old. They died in, like, in their 50s and 60s. They had real messed up forms of cancer. They lost all their business, all the stuff they had. They was like, they was like yo, it's like they, they were saying it was like they was cursed. That one of the guys died. He had, they both had some real bad cancer. You see? You see that? You see? So he died He died relatively quick, you know what I'm saying, and was um, tortured that way, but they died like a slow death. These humans died a slow death. You got that cancer and things like that? Because, like I said, people must always be aware that there is a penalty for the things that you do. There's penalties for it. There's penalties and there's judgment for everything you do. Even those police that sitting around here killing these so-called black people and shooting them, it's going to be judgment for them too. Judgment is coming for them. They think they're going to just shoot down people and, you know, because see, these humans, they don't think that judgment, because see, they they to this, oh, you know, I'm the law and I'll get away with it. No, you're not going to get away with it. There's judgment coming for you, too. Because if you put on that badge you're supposed to be disenforcing the law and make it keep in order and you're doing stuff like that, there's judgment coming for you, too. You're going to have to pay for that. You see, and it's going to be a high price. Their sons, their sons, it, it might be, their children might be put to death. These racist police, their children might be put to death in a car accident or something messed up like that. You see, stuff like that happens because you didn't care about killing nobody else's child, so nobody ain't going to care about killing your child. You see, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's where you hurt people at. You kill their children. You don't kill them. They don't get to suffer. You kill their children. You see, let them feel how it feels to lose children. That's how you do that. But you niggas, you ain't going to do nothing. You niggas ain't going to do that. You niggas, like I said, you know, these niggas, they ain't going to do that. They will not do that because they, again, Trayvon Martin's father and all them other guys, those are obviously not righteous men. They're not righteous because if they were truly righteous men, if they were truly men of uh, men of the Lord and men of the law. He's saying it's righteous men. Uh, how you carry yourself? Then, like I said, you should have then you should have been in well and within your your right. Well, Brian nine times of ten, your son wouldn't have got that judgment. But nine times because you because. Your son walking around with a, a hoodie on with Skittles and all this other stuff, and you're not teaching your children how to behave and how to act around people. And they, a lot of these children are disrespectful when they're talking crazy. Not that I'm justifying what happened to him, but, like I said, you know how this young generation act, man. They disrespectful to each other. They disrespectful to the older, bronze people. They disrespectful to everybody. And the judgment for that is they're getting put to death. You see, they're getting put to death. You see, that's going to be the judgment for them. They're going to get put to death. That's why you see the beast killing a lot of these young, these young teenagers and stuff like that because they disrespectful as hell. And that's, that's meant to be punishment to their parents too because that's for their parents not raising them up right. That's for them parents not having fathers for their children where they needed fathers. So you didn't value the children that you were given to extend your bloodline, your seed. So now Amin is going to take those children. He's going to allow the beast to attack those children and kill them because you didn't put any real barriers or boundaries or anything into effect and raise them with any uh, real law and order in their life. You weren't thinking about community. Y'all were just thinking like niggas. So if you think like a nigga, then you're going to go out like one. You see? You think like a nigga, you're going to go out like one. You see? So don't blame this all on so-called white people when they put so-called black people to death. Don't blame it on them. Stop saying our people are victims. No, they're not. No, they're not. You ain't supposed to ever be a victim. You're supposed to always be the victor. And how you are the victor is by you living that law and orderly life, that righteous life, as law, law and orderly people. Righteous men and righteous women. See, when you live as righteous men and righteous women and you are together collectively, like I said, can no power be, uh, um, how do you say, no power will be able to, or so-called power will be able to prosper against you. No power will prosper against you when you stand in the state of righteousness. You see, when you're not participating in in the degeneracy. See, when you stand in that state of righteousness, degeneracy doesn't even attract its way to you. don't make its way to you unless somebody bring it to you and you open yourself up for it. And if you open yourself up for you, that becomes judgment on you, you see. Because how you say bad things happen to you when you let certain people into your life that you know you ain't supposed to let into your life, deal with certain people you know you ain't supposed to be dealing with, and as a result of that, Whatever comes to you, comes to you. You let your daughter, let's say you let your daughter go out with a, with a questionable dude. This nigga probably hustling, selling drugs. You don't know what he about, but you let your daughter go out with him anyway because she think he cute. And whatever the case is, next thing you know, you find out too late that this nigga was a drug dealer. He ran into the wrong people. They, and, they, and your daughter up in the car with him trying to be cute, and they spray the car and kill her and him. That's your judgment for not being a good parent. For not allowing your daughter to be a whore and a slut and just lay with anybody and go out in the world and have boyfriends and be liberated. You see, that's your judgment. Because had she been home, had she been uh, uh, with her husband or who the man she's supposed to be with and her family home, she wouldn't have to go through that. You see? That's judgment. Like the so-called black female got her ass beat by the white boy, the football player. He beat the hell out of her. Right, and she, and obviously you know she was liberated. She probably had all kind of shit to talk to the so-called black man and whatnot. She thinks she had a white zaddy with long flowing locks and all this other shit. He beat her black ass, and they ain't do nothing to him. He put her ass in the hospital. They ain't did nothing to him. And now she wants sympathy. She don't deserve no sympathy. That's what you get for laying with. A, that's what you get for land with with a wild human. That's what you get for trying to uh, ha, ha, commit bestiality with a wild human. That's another title: Committing bestiality with wild humans. <laughs> committing bestiality with wild humans. Trying to lay down with these wild humans, or all these, or all these so-called, or these so-called uh, uh, um, domesticated humans. Because trust me, that's really how. That's really what it is with these humans. They really it, it's no different, wild and domesticated. But see, ever so often, you got to keep your eye on the domesticated ones because they can become wild within the drop of a dime. You see, they're mentally unstable. But there's judgment for that. You see, there's judgment for that. You see, you think they're cool and all this other stuff, and you trust them, you let them in your house, you lay with them, you mix your seed with them. Next thing you know, they're killing your goddamn children. They're killing your ass. You see, because you, you let them in. You let them in. You see, you let a wild animal in your house, A cave, a cave beast, or you let some degenerate nigga in your house, and then when your house, when you get set up, you get robbed, you get killed, and when something happens, then you wonder why. See, that's all judgment. That's all judgment. You see, nobody's going to escape that. The humans are not going to escape that. The humans got judgment coming. The humans got judgment coming. See, that's why, like I said, if you ever notice a lot of these humans, they try to be the benevolent ones. They try to be over-friendly. They try to be, old like, hey, I'm not racist. Hey, you know, I I, every, I love everybody and whatnot. You know, they try to, some of these humans try to live that out. But you always got to keep an eye on them. See, those are the humans that are vying for a space in, in the heavens. You see, when you see a lot of those humans who just overly nice to you, you got to keep an eye on them. Because it's either one or two things. Either they know or they sense that somewhere in the future that you're going to be in judgment and in rulership over them, in judgment, or like I said, it's a setup. They trying to cover their bases. They try to cover their bases. Yeah. You see, because you like I said, you got to keep your eye on them, because usually it's a setup usually they're trying to break you down they're trying to get inside you cuz like i said that's how the humans gain your trust and again over time you see these humans always reveal themselves you got to pay attention these humans always reveal their true nature their true motives on why they're being so nice to you they always reveal themselves see because judgment when you think in the minds of the rulership judgment law and order and righteousness, when you think like that, guess what happens? When that's always your mindset, guess what happens? People always reveal themselves to you. When you speak with that righteousness and that, uh, that authoritative righteousness, people always reveal themselves to you. And in some way, shape, or form, they will reveal themselves. You see? They will let you know just who they are, what they're about. They will let you know. You see? And it's up to you from there to deal with them, you see. It's up to you to deal with them from there, you see. So you always got to keep that in mind, that human judgment is basically like seeing who is able, same way, now, like I said, the same way, the elect have to be selected to evolve into the, Um, almond race to grow into the almond race the same way the elect is being separated from the black race the dead blacks the dead mentally dead black people the are those who are salvageable mentally who can be raised they're being separated from the black race are they not is not the elect being separated from the black race so the same thing is happening with those uh uh with those uh ones who are being selected for the gray race because even being selected for the gray race, that is a form of um, judgment and it is a reward. Because a lot of these, like I said, a lot of these humans who make it into the gray race who was good for the most part, you know, they they were good, they were helpful. You got these flower tree-hugging humans, these flower-loving tree-hugging humans who are gentle humans. You got some gentle humans. Like, like I said, like you got domesticated dogs and you got wild dogs. You got domesticated humans and wild humans. You got some gentle humans, you see, that don't mean no harm. They help you and everything. There will be a reward for them. There will be a reward for them when the elect come into power, you see. There will be a reward for them. And they will come forward as the gray race, and they will receive their reward. They're good servants. You as good servants, they'll have a good life in the future world as good servants. We'll be able to see their record. We'll be able to see their lineage. We'll be able to see who they were connected to because based on who they were connected to, you see, this is why the beast tries to uh, uh, cover up names and bloodlines because he knows that names and bloodlines and who you're related to is a sign of where you are going and what your judgment is. That's why a lot of these Caucasians and all these other people, they'll hide and they'll change their names, especially a lot of these so-called Jews. They change their names. They try to change up. You know what I'm saying? They do that. You see, they change up these things. They hide these things about themselves because they know there's judgment and there's blood on those names. There's blood and death on the things they brought out, you see, so they're not going to be able to wreak havoc for nothing. They're not going to be able to wreak havoc and get away with that. And like I said, you so-called black men, who was a, who, who the beast allowed these these cave beasts to lynch you and do all the stuff they did to you and sacrifice you and cut your penises off, and y'all allowed that to happen because y'all wasn't righteous. You see, the thing about rulership, law and order and righteousness. The thing about that is it really does empower you. Why do you think the white man loves to become police officers and things like that? And, you know, because that, that carrying that gun, that badge, it invokes a certain energy, you see. It invokes a certain energy, you see. It's supposed to invoke an energy of authority, you see. It's supposed to invoke an energy of authority in certain people, and to others it invokes an energy of degeneracy. And some it invokes an energy of authority, and others it invokes an energy of degeneracy. You see, and they'll use, they'll hide behind the authority to promote, really, to promote degeneracy. And those people who do that, they pay. They pay a heavy price. And if they haven't paid yet, they will. Like I said, they will either pay in this life, in which they did, or they will pay as as time goes on. But nobody's going to escape judgment. Nobody is gonna escape judgment. I don't care what color you are—black, white, red, whatever. Nobody's gonna escape judgment. See, the white man, like I said, he in America, the ones who are in rulership right now, the ones who running the corporations, all this other stuff—they think they escaped. Judgment. Ain't nobody can touch me. I'm over everybody, and listen, no, you're not. No, you are not get your right ass over here. You ain't over everybody. You ain't escaping neither. Nobody is gonna escape judgment. I don't care how much guns y'all got, how much military you got, I don't care. You are not gonna escape judgment. Does it matter? You see. Because when they think they do what they do and nobody can stop us and nobody's gonna listen, they feel that way until what happens. What does what puts these humans on on in fear mode? What puts them in fear mode when They go around with this idea that we got all the money, we got all the land, we got all the weapons, y'all can't do nothing. What puts them more and more in fear mode than anything? What puts them in fear mode? What makes them fear everything once once they take that stance? What is the one thing that puts them in fear mode, what they call natural disasters? What they call natural disasters puts them in fear mode. You see, when they built that beautiful home, in the wooded areas and whatnot, they got all this property. Next thing you know, all that shit burned down. All that shit burned down. You see, that's what they fear, or they don't build these beautiful homes. Or and next thing you know, water flood all of that. Water flooded all and destroy everything. You see. Or, like I said, they're living high up on that. The next thing you know, they children, or they got cancer, they got some real hardcore cancer or some melanoma. They got some, some disease that nobody even heard of they dying from. Or they become damn alcoholics. You see, or their children become homosexuals and lesbians, or their wives become sluts and whores and cheat on them. All kinds of stuff happen to them because they are unrighteous people. That's judgment. Why is this, you know, they they'll always say, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Why do you think it's happening to you? Why do you think? Why do you think that is happening to you? Everything happens to you for a reason. Nothing happens to you just because, oh, I just got bad luck. No, there's no such thing as bad luck. There is no such thing as bad luck or I don't know why this is happening. There's no such thing as that. It happens because you're being judged. You're being judged. That's why I said we have to live righteously as a people. We have to come together collectively as a righteous people. You see, we have to come together as a righteous people. I remember one time this guy was saying, uh, um, this guy was saying he had the um, old guy thing. like, Tamahai. He um, was working on a, uh, you know, after slavery. That, well, no, this was this was a, a narrative uh, like after slavery or whatever. It was a while after slavery, and these so-called blacks started, you know, hanging around, being shiftless niggas, smoking cigarettes, and, you know, setting up juke joints and basically being degenerate. Niggas started, you know, once they done got free, they started hanging around, just being, so a lot of them being niggas hanging around, just doing nothing. What was the punishment for that? Instead of them using their freedom and coming together collectively and building, the white man they started walking around and picking up guns and, and forcing niggas back into slavery. Making them work on chain gangs they would do is, oh, you you know, wh- you know, ain't got $5 in your pocket. You a vagrant. You, are, you under arrest. You're going to get two, five years for not having $5 in your pocket or whatever. So now you going to be on the chain gang working because, nigga, you were standing around smoking cigarettes, being shiftless niggas and whatnot, going to the juke joint and getting drunk and standing around and whatnot. And these crackers came up and put your ass back in slavery. That's your punishment. Because y'all should have been together doing something productive. You shouldn't have been hanging around and whatnot. Y'all movements should have been y'all movement should have been like lightning. That the beast should have been like, well, these niggas is always moving. We don't what, what are they doing? But they already knew what you was doing. You was being degenerate. You was being beneath them. You was standing around doing nothing. That's not what you supposed to do. You supposed to be coming together collectively. That's what you supposed to do: getting yourselves together after you just come out of a horrific event like this, knowing how racism is, y'all supposed to be getting strong, man, in protection of yourself, but y'all ain't did that, man. You niggas got relaxed. You started acting like degenerate. You niggas started smoking cigarettes, trying to chase women, and go to the juke joint, basically like what you niggas do today, like what you niggas do. I just want to, uh, gambling. Gam- yeah, this niggas, these niggas are gambling, smoking cigarettes, going to the juke joint. Basically, niggas smoking weed, going to the strip club, just being niggas, selling drugs and whatnot. So the white man, instead of them being righteous men and coming together, so the white man comes and turns around, oh, you niggas under arrest, you see, with a gun. He's Because why why, you niggas ain't ain't being the righteous ones, you ain't being those, you know, you're not being those law men, those men of law and order. The beast is putting, he's picking up the badge and putting it on and making the badge counterfeit making it fake, he putting the badge on it and making it fake, and next thing you know, he's taking hold. It should have been 10,000 Bass Reeves. It should have been 100,000 Bass Reeves. It should have been uh, 500,000 Bass Reeves all together, working together. Can you imagine what kind of power that had been if it had been 500,000 Bass Reeves all together, unified, collectively, lawmen, real lawmen? You see, 500,000 Bass Reefs all ready to keep law, order by any means necessary. That's what I'm talking about. You so-called black men don't think like that. That's just why you get what you get. That's why you get the judgment you get. That's why the white men keep handing you your ass. That's why they together. See, the white man is together. they together in their degeneracy, which they call in righteousness. they together. That's the one thing you you niggas are gonna sit here and keep talking about white supremacy. Now, there ain't no white supremacy. It's just white people getting on cold and being together. Y'all don't know what on cold mean. Neither you You definitely don't, Tariq Nasheed. You don't really know what on cold mean. I like your work and stuff and what you do. Some of the things you say, but you don't know what on cold mean, man. Not for real, for real. You guys don't know what on cold mean because you niggas still trying to vote. You're still trying to. You're still trying to. Uh, go along. Are you still trying to go along and get along, y'all. Y'all still trying to come up with alternative ways to work with the beast. Ain't no working with them, man. Y'all got to work and get yourselves together. You got to be those righteous men of law and order because you see you ain't going to get nothing working with them. They already got their mind made up on you. And see, they their mindset they have against y'all is because not because they really think of you as, uh, 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 as predators and as criminals. No. They think of you as people who will someday take their place. That's where the real hostility comes from. That's where the real anger and hostility comes from because you always remind them of someone who will eventually take their place, who had their place before they had their place. You see, they know that. That's why they hate you because you are a constant threat. You see? And that's what bonds them together. We'll be right back. You changed
0: that sparkle in your eye has gone. Your smile is just a careless yawn. You're breaking my heart. You cheat. You cheat. <laughs>
1: Judgment is like a magnetic force. I'm going to say it again. Pure judgment is like a magnetic force. It sticks to you. It sticks to you. And you cannot escape it. I don't care what you do. You see, what you try and do, what you try, like I said, you cannot escape it. So if you do kill someone, you better make sure it's a righteous kill. You better make sure that you had to do that else you will be killed, you will be destroyed, if not you, your family. You will suffer in some way, shape, or form because it is not right that someone else suffers at your hands and you don't get to suffer, so you got to suffer. You have to suffer, you see, because what you put into the world, what you bring into the world is what you got to take with you. You see, that's always connected to you, you see. There's always connected to you what you bring with you. You see, you are the sum total of your experiences. So if you out here doing this, because I, you know, and one thing I got, I got I to gotta give this as an example. One thing I noticed about these mafia people, those Cosa Nostra, those Italian people that participate in organized crime, them people, I, you know, them people got real shitty lives, man. I, I said that. I said all the extortion, murder, robbery, all the things, they do all the crimes they commit in an organized fashion, all the stuff they do. But these guys, you look at their life, these guys are overweight, they're in bad shape, these guys are always dying from cancer or some kind of cancer, this, cancer, that. Their families is all messed up. A lot of them guys doing 20, 30 years in jail, their families all fucked up. And I'm like, they don't, but they don't get that this is all happening because of what they do, because of how they live their life. You see, they, they, they. I mean, money is worth that. You gonna spend fifty years in jail, have your family broken up, you are gonna probably die in prison. You guys are going to be sick and, and can't have cancer, all kind of stuff. You know, because you guys are toxic. Y'all are toxic. That's some toxic masculinity, uh, so-called masculinity anyway. You see, they don't, like I said, They, they all the bodies they got murdered, they think about killing with no problem. So then these are the same people when things happen, they got they catch cancer, their kids get on drugs, their neighborhood, you know, they, they, people getting shot, they shooting up people in their neighborhood. You think, and I'm like, they act like, I'm like, like that's so crazy to me. Like, how do, you, how do you call that a life? And they call they, that so-called life they the life. You see, that's not no life. And to them, that's a life. To have to live like that. To be worried about police, worried about whether your people, your own people are going to kill you, that's judgment within itself. They rendered judgment unto themselves, and they don't even know it. By entering that life, they rendered judgment unto themselves. You see? Just by doing that. They render judgment unto themselves. Same thing. Like I said with these police officers that go out here and have that racist mindset, you rendered judgment unto yourselves. The minute you accepted that unrighteous mindset, you rendered judgment unto yourself. When you a gangbanger, a drug dealer, you render judgment unto yourself because you do understand that your time is going to be short. Your time in which you're going to be free, uh, you're, you're allowed to have freedom to roam around and, not be locked up in prison, that's going to be, that, that'll That come soon, or you're going to be put to death by some other drugs-dealing uh, person who might want your territory or get mad at you, hate on you, whatever. You see, it's only when you accept that so-called way of life, you already, you already basically accepted your judgment. You accepted that you're going to die a, ho- a horrible death, or you going to be locked up in jail for the rest of your life. And, you, excuse me, y'all did this for what? Why did y'all do this for money? Money? That's worth money? I don't get that. You tell me where that's worth money. You tell me to give up 30 years of your life, 40 years of your life for for, for, for money, you tell me that's worth it. How is that even worth it? you going to give up 30 years of your life, 20 years or 40 years for, for, for money. You see, money comes and goes. So you've got to live in jail for the rest of your life, you see. And they and they, and they they feel like an honor. But these, they don't call these people animals. They don't call them savages. They don't say they backwards. They don't say these people are degenerate. No, they make movies out of these people. And you people that glorify that, judgment is coming for you. Judgment is coming for you, those of you who justify that who glorified it, judgment is coming for you. So, like I said, you better be very, very careful of what you put on the pedestal because what you put on a pedestal, what you worship, what you sit up here and worship and put over everything, that's a form of judgment that's coming to you. That's a form of judgment that's coming to you for putting things up on pedestals that ain't supposed to be put up on pedestals, for putting people up on pedestals that damn sure ain't supposed to be put up on pedestals. You see, that's a form of judgment for yourself. You see. But like I said, they don't realize that. They don't realize that. You see. All of this unveiled itself. All of this revealed itself. Judgment. Is like a magnetic force that is attracted to you. You will pay for what you did. You will pay. You're not getting away with that. I remember this story with this old white dude, this old white guy. He owned a uh, he owned the, um, uh, uh, uh plastic factory. I never forget this. He um, this old uh, white guy. He owned a plastic factory in the '60s, and he had this. Uh, latino uh, woman from some place come over she came over to america looking for a job so he started working with her you know he had a family already pretty soon he started having an affair with her right and she ends up getting pregnant right she ends up getting pregnant from the a white man who owns the who owns the uh the place the owns the uh, who has the business he owns a plastics business and she ends up getting she. Here it is this man got three children and his wife and you know that's his you know side piece or whatever. She decides to go and call his wife. Now she knew the man was married because my thing is if you knew the man was married, you know she talking. About she wanted she wanted this man to leave his wife and his three children to be with her when she had already made her own bed. She already set up set her own judgment because if you decided if you knew about that and you decided that you know you you were going to still lay with this man though he had another woman you already basically said that you were going to be that one uh, one of that another one of that man's women you was going to be part of be uh, his you know other woman you already said that by doing that what she do she decided to get jealous i want to be the only woman you got to leave your wife and your children and she and he just i'm like okay you set your judgment You really think this man's going to leave his wife and children who he got things established with to go and be with you because you pregnant with a child? Instead of her just falling back and saying, you know what? I got pregnant. I'm accepting that I'm with this man and whatnot. I'm going to just stay over here and play my position and let him just keep taking care of me and, you know, I'm going to be his other woman. Because that's basically what you accepted by laying with that man, knowing he was married. You couldn't have foolishly thought this man was going to divorce his wife. So she, a dumbass, calls up his wife, right, and tells his wife yeah, he having an affair with me. He gonna leave you. I'm pregnant. So he flew into a rage. and You know what he did? He busted on her damn head, killed her, put her in a damn barrel, put her in a barrel in the, his basement, put her in a barrel in his basement for thirty years. Killed her and the baby. The baby uh, was in her. You know. So he basically killed her and his baby and put her in a barrel and weighed it down. And he, it was so heavy, he, was, he just kept it in the house under the, under the house until he moved to Florida. And then they found the barrel 30 years later. They found the woman inside the barrel with babies still in her and whatnot. She dead and, you know, saw her head and all this. So she was submerged in that barrel, that metal barrel, for over 30 years. And, of course, you know, he thought he got away with it. They found the barrel. They found him, went to his, his house in Florida. He was retired. He had his money and everything. So he was living his life like it was golden. So he got away with that. You know what they did? They bought him an arrest warrant. They told him they, you know, they're gonna get his DNA from the baby. If that's his baby in her stomach, they're gonna convict him for murder. You know what? He told him? he understand. He told him to leave, and he already knew he was going to do the rest of his life in jail. He couldn't take it. He went in his, and his his and blew his brains out with a shotgun. You see that? And that's what I'm talking about. Now that's just that's justice and judgment. You see. He went and blew his brains out. Why he went next door to his neighbors and whatnot. <laughs> he had his pants down and blew his brains out. You see, he didn't want that judgment. But he judged himself already when he did that. She judged herself. She judged herself and he judged himself. That she was trying to create chaos and confusion in his life when she had decided to deal with that man. So instead of just laying like, you know, I'm going I'm to just fall back, play my ain't calling that man, wife. I'm dealing with him. He's going to take care of me. I got a baby from him. And he probably just went and did that. But he—I'm not saying he was right to kill her, but he flew off the handle because she was trying to cause chaos. You see? You know? You know? I'm gonna find when I find that story, I'm gonna put it. In, but that's a that's a good example of not being able to escape ju- judgment. That was really crazy. That story I'm gonna put it in there when I find it. You know? And then her mother, you know, like I said, her mother, she had to hear the news her daughter just disappeared for 30 years. You no, know, she didn't know what happened to her daughter. And they ended up reaching out to her mother their mother was like ninety years old, and they found out found out her daughter was in a barrel for thirty years dead in in a barrel with a baby inside her you see you see that you, know, you can't you see stuff like that that's judgment, nobody escapes it. You should always, now the moral to that story and the lesson to that story is you should always want to be bringing law and order and keeping law and order. You don't bring chaos and confusion because she was bringing unnecessary chaos and confusion for no reason. She did that for no reason. She got emotional. If you was that emotional, you shouldn't have been dealing with that man. You see? She got greedy. You see? And she got her judgment. Because you never know. Like I said, where people snap because this man was trying to keep his, pe- you know, he had his family over here. You know, a man he he's he, he got his peace of mind. He got his family over here. He got his family. He got his peace of mind over here. He got his piece of ass over there. And he he he's good. You see, he was good, and you know everything was good. Gave her, she would have been taken care of, but she wanted to get stupid and cause chaos and confusion because that's all it was really about. You know that jealousy nonsense. Your emotions will get you killed. Your emotions will get you killed. You see, like a lot of these guys, they'll sit up here argue. You know, you get in an argument over stupid stuff. You know, over something nonsense instead of just trying to bypass and just get gun about your business. You're getting some argument over stupid stuff, and you decide to engage. And the next thing you know, God pull out and blow your brains out over something stupid. You see, that's your judgment. See, because part of law, law and order is keeping the peace. Part of being a lawful and orderly person is what? Keeping the peace. Keeping the peace. So you should always, as a man of law and order, or a woman of law and order, you should always want to keep the peace. In other words, keep things peaceful, keep it moving, no confrontation. And that's how you should be. That's how you should be with no confrontation. No problem. We ain't arguing with you unless you got it. You shouldn't really be arguing with nobody anywhere unless you know it's going gonna, it's gonna to get down to a, you know, some knockdown, drag out thing where you're going to have to fight for your life and, you know, whatever. But if, other than that, all that confrontational stuff, you should be trying to avoid confrontation. As a man and a woman of law and order, we avoid confrontation. You see? But like I said, you got certain people that just live for confrontation. And what happens, they get they judgment. They get that judgment. And see, that will continue. That will continue as long as judgment is a magnetic force that we are bonded to. We are bonded to that magnetic force of judgment. We are bonded to that. All people up to that magnetic force of judgment. We'll be right back. Hey. Judgment comes to the humans, you know, as a checkpoint for them, you see. The only way humans are going to be domesticated is by punishment. The only way that the humans are going to be domesticated is by punishment. When your dog is wild and it bites you, what do you have to do to your dog when it's wild and it bites you? You got to beat your dog. You got to hit your dog. You got to do something. Break your dog down so that they know not to attack you again, you see. Now, if that is simple to understand, like if, you're, if your child is acting up, if your child is acting up and your child is being unruly, unrighteous, what do you do? You beat their ass, don't you, until you beat their ass back into submission, into Righteousness, righteous submission, I'll say. When I say righteous submission, I don't mean, or should I say righteous transmission, I don't want to say submission. Righteous transmission, you see. However, your children, when they are under your authority, they should be submitting to you because they may not, or they aren't, I'm going to say they aren't young enough to ultrastand the transmission of righteousness. So they must be subjugated under you until such time they stand. The righteousness of transmission. Righteous transmission, meaning that they ultra stand why we must conduct ourselves as righteous men and righteous women. People who stand up for righteousness, people who are not standing up for chaos and confusion, people who are standing up for law and order. See, your children may not ultra stand there so this is a time in which you have to teach them. And the humans are no different. The humans are no different. You see? The humans are no different. And if Like I said, who is the rendered judgment to the humans if not the army? They keep talking about God's judgment. Who is God? Who is God? Who is God? And what is God's judgment? God's judgment, as they say, is supposed to be a judgment of righteousness. So those who are righteous, those who are here to strive to keep law and order, those who are here to strive to keep all chaotic and and degenerate behavior at bay, that means you are a part of an extension of that judgment of the Lord, of the Most High. You are supposed to be an extension of that. You are supposed to be an extension of that. See, you so-called black men was not acting like that. You see, had y'all all got together, like I said, and been 10,000 bass Reeves, you know, standing up for the righteousness of your people, they couldn't have did nothing with y'all. That would have been the best time to uh, uh, overthrow the beast back in the day. That would have been the best time to overthrow the beast, but y'all wasn't in your right state of mind. The beast punked y'all into the coon mindset. The beast punked y'all into a coon, sambo, second-class mindset, and that is unrighteous. It is unrighteous for us to be a bunch of coon, sambo, uh, 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 secondary beings. We're not supposed to be that. We're not supposed to be no sambo, cooned-out our, 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 our beings and whatnot, because we're not being who we are. So when we're not being who we were meant to be when we come here, when we're not standing in judgment over these humans, which is what we are supposed to be doing, because part of being an overseer, because I said that it's our purpose for being here to oversee the work that we laid out for these humans and these animals to do, to oversee that. That is our purpose for being here. Our purpose for being here is nothing else other than to oversee these humans and to keep law and order on the planet over these humans and all the other creatures on the earth. That's what we're here for. So when we're not being that, when we're not being that, when we're asking for equality with these with these damn beasts, with these cave beasts and these other humans, when we're asking for equality, we're lowering ourselves. And what, what do we have? We got judgment for that. We got judged for lowering our standards, for lowering the bar, for being amongst these humans we got This is why we get getting the judgment we get It's why they're able to stand in judgment over us Which is the most backwards thing Every time I see the band in the robe Judging our people It is the most backwards thing I could, I could ever imagine They're not supposed to be in judgment over our people But because our people Are not in their right state of mind And they want to end up in the justice system The so-called justice system And the, uh, uh, committing crimes And being like the beast This is why they're going through what they're going through that's why you're getting shot down. That's why your children getting shot with knives, and they have butter knives and things like that. This is why. See, all the things that happen to you so-called black people is because y'all refuse to be people of righteousness. You refuse to come together as a community of law and order. Now, if that young girl had been part of a community, and her mother and father would have been righteous, and they would have been raising a righteous young woman, would she have got shot by the police? Would there have been a knife fight? Would there have been some fighting in the street? No. No. Absolutely not. That happens because we don't live our lives as righteous people. And these humans are going to be judged because they don't live their lives as righteous people. But like I said, they can't really live their lives as righteous people. They can only really live their lives as domesticated ones. Because the humans don't are not righteous people. They don't they don't understand righteousness. They don't understand doing what's right because in order to do what's right or do what is in the line of righteousness, you have to have a good ultra of law and order, real law and real order, where you are unbiased, where you are making judgments not based on nobody's race, not based on no nonsense in your head, but based simply on their actions. You're supposed to base, your, your judgment is supposed to be based on people's actions, you see. That's what it's supposed to be based on. Not on their race, see, because we already supposed to know that we're not supposed to mix our seed anyway. So it's not it's nothing personal. We're just not the same species. That's why we're not supposed to mix our seed. But we don't hate you. I don't hate the white man or the white woman or all these other races of people because they're white. I don't hate them because of that. They are what they are. I don't hate nobody. But because we are a different species, we are not allowed to mix with you. We are not allowed to lay with you. Those who want to do that, you breaking the law. And your punishment for that is usually defective children, reset children with all kinds you let all kinds of g- disease and genetic defects in your that's your judgment for breaking the law. Breaking natural law. To mix your seed with these humans is breaking natural law. This is why we go through what we go through. This is why we get damn cancer and all kinda of the crazy disease we ain't even supposed to be getting. That's our judgment for doing that. For breaking natural law and natural order, because we were given a woman, our own women to deal with. Y'all women were given your own men to deal with, and that's all you're supposed to deal with. You ain't supposed to be going over into it. But see, the beast tried to get you to break that fourth wall. They try to get you to break that, which is that wall of logic and rationale and reality. They try to get you to break the fourth wall. See, and motion picture and film, they call it the fourth wall because they everything works on three walls. You know, the camera is supposed to be the fourth wall in which they shoot. The camera and the people behind it, that's the reality of that setting. So y'all are always supposed to be those people who represent the fourth wall. We're supposed to be the ones who represent the fourth wall of reality when it comes to judgment. And that is what puts us in alignment with um because that fourth wall is supposed to represent the fourth dimension. So our mind is supposed to be raised. So if people listen to this and say, you know, oh, you know, he's advocating blacks over whites, I ain't advocating no goddamn black people over no white people. I'm not advocating no white people over no black people. I could care less about either one. I'm 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 I am advocating bright people, the bright race over the entire human race because the bright race is Amin. And that is the only ones who are fit, the people who are in that mindset are the only ones who are fit to make judgment over the human race. You can't make righteous judgment over the human race the human race, if you are not in alignment with law and order. Righteous law and order. I'm not talking about the no law and order of mankind. I'm talking about the true law and order of Amin, of our ascendant, where we know logically and rationally Innately, what is righteous and what is not? We already know. And so because we're not living, because like I said before, and I'm going to break this down about the soul, you know, we got soul for a reason. Our soul, our conscience gives us the ability to live righteously. Our soul gives us the ability to live righteously because our soul lets us know what is righteous and what is not. Because when we do something that we know ain't right, we feel it, we like we can't. We just we we got a bad feeling. We just you know we just on edge because that's you know when or when you do something that's foul to somebody, you just your conscience is supposed to be like, damn, that was foul. What I did, I shouldn't have did that. You see, a lot of y'all don't think like that. The more you niggas, y'all just do foulness like the so-called white man, and y'all just cool with that. And you gonna be judged for that. You want to be judged just, for, just like that. You let your soul go away. You disconnect your soul, and you do dirty, do each other dirty, rip each other off. You're trying to get over on each other. That's why black people are in the position they're in. That's just why. That's just why. That's judgment. That's judgment. That's why y'all can't get together. That's why it's always, oh, we need to come together. Why the white man killing our children? Why are we getting untreated so fairly in the society? You know why? Because you have become unrighteous like the, the people that run the society. You have become unrighteous. And likes attract alike. So if they foul and you and you keep getting caught up in the black and white thing, that means you're foul. That means you're foul. You see, that means you're foul. You keep attracting these foul demonic entities, these foul beings, that's because you live in foul. In some way, shape, or form in your life, you live in foul. You may not be outwardly breaking the law, but you live in foul. Know, you might be taking care of your children. You might have molested your goddamn niece or your daughter. You might be a faggot. You might be a lesbian. You might be race mixing. You might be liberated. Something that you were doing against the law of nature gets you the judgment you get as black people. That's why you get the judgment. That's your judgment, and the beast, they're going to get the same thing because the almond are not allowing any dysfunctional, bugged-out people within the gray race because they're even overseeing the gray race from the upper dimension who makes it into the gray race and who stays out of body, who stays out of body, who stays as a spirit force that's going to just keep jumping from body to body because a lot of them, that's their judgment. They get locked out of the side of the body, so they can't even come back. They might be able to jump inside of an open vessel, which is those humans. They'll jump inside them, but after a while, that's even limited. But Let me go ahead and read this question before we get out of here. What is human judgment from Amon in the future? Basically, the Amon is judging the humans who are domesticated versus the wild humans. That's the judgment. Those humans like animals, they judge. They were judging the animals back in the day when they decided which animals were no longer necessary, so what they do, they kill them. The animals that wouldn't necessarily kill them. And that same judgment is going to happen to the humans. And the humans who are aggressive, ferocious, vicious, demonic, racist, whatever, they're going to be put to death, man. The ones who are uh, uh, trying to harm other people because they, they're going to be put to death. They're not going to be allowed to go into, you know, the, Gray race, the human race, the future humans. Why are humans being judged? Because they have to be judged to enter into the gray race. Because they're trying to make a better race. They're trying. It's a way of trying to civilize them a little bit more. What are they, what are, uh what are they being judged on? On their ability to be civil, on their ability to be uh, um, domesticated. Because that's all you really can ask of the human to be domesticated. They can't be made righteous. Because righteousness is a soul thing, I'm gonna break that down. The righteous soul. What will happen if they are found guilty? they're going to go into they're gonna go into bondage. they're gonna be the worst set of grays on the planet. They're going to be the niggers of the gray race they're gonna become the niggers of the gray race. What does judgment mean in the future? Power real judgment, righteous judgment means real power See the beast don't got no real power just because you could kill people and got weapons. that's not power. Power is something you can hold on to for thousands of years, like our people used to. A white man lucky if he get three hundred years out of America. It ain't even three hundred years here yet, which is no time. But that's it. We're gonna close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen. We trust and Amin We thank and Amen. We continue forward forever. And the intellectual new Mentores. This has been Mental Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at ten. Good night. I'm sorry last night for the um, the um, miscast.